Welcome to the Every Day is Saturday podcast. The number one motivation show on the planet. No more Mondays for you. It's time to make every day Saturday. This is the podcast where we help you to accept who you are, not where you are. On the roller coaster of life, you know we only sit in the front seat champion. So make sure you are fastened in Let's go. Tired of feeling run down all the time during the week? We can help you make every day feel like it's a Saturday. Let's go pack your bags. It's time to leave Averageville. Introducing the man who thinks abnormal stands for above normal. When you're on fire, people will travel from miles around to watch you burn, baby. We are fired up. The host of the Every Day is Saturday show, Sam Crowley. Hello, champion. Welcome back to the number one motivational podcast on the planet, the Every Day is Saturday show. It's been a hot minute since the last time we got together. Let's dive right into the show. Why don't good things happen to you? Uh, you ever caught yourself saying that, oh, man, I can't believe I didn't that, that big sale didn't come in or this didn't happen or this opportunity or I didn't, you know, to my kids all the time, they didn't make this particular team lacrosse or soccer or football or something like that. Why? Why doesn't God bless me with better stuff? You know, <laughs> or that promotion at work. Well, let's look at all the things that didn't happen for you or the things that you thought were a negative situation and what happened as a result of that. And those are really, I think, all the time about that bankruptcy I went through. And if you've never been through a bankruptcy, it sucks. I mean, I know, and I do say this, and it is true. Without that, obviously, every day of Saturday wouldn't have been launched because I'd still be a corporate guy, most likely, if I didn't take that shot and go for my dream and buy a Quiznos and all that. But it sucks, man. I mean, the stress on my body as I was going through that, I remember going to the attorney's office. In, so let me take you back. Even if you've heard the story before, pretend like it's the first time because it still makes me uncomfortable to tell it. And I've told this story from stage at least 100 times, at least that many times. And I know I've told it on this podcast many times. But if you can just imagine, 15 years into my corporate career, I've, you know, I've been promoted three times in four years. I'm making a hundred grand minimum salary. I get stock options, all these things. And I hated every minute of it. Like I just hated every minute of it because I felt the walls closing in on me. And if you've ever been in that situation where you get promoted, but instead of feeling good, I mean, it feels good for a day because, hey, I got promoted and everybody congratulates you and you get notes from the corporate guys and girls. Oh, I I identified you early, Sam, and I knew it. <laughs> it's funny. Not, when I finally left, man, I burned so many bridges, none of them ever said anything again. But that, <laughs> that's actually the best part of the story is you're only, uh, you're only as good as how much somebody else wants you to use you for their good. You know what I mean? But anyway, um, and then I quit, and you know I'm running the largest division in the company. I just quit up, up, and I'm done. I hate, my daughter wants every day to be Saturday, and blah blah blah. You know, I, I got this Quiznos. I'm trying to run from the corner office that I'd purchased in January that year. It's May 6, 2005. I quit. And within three months, I lose everything. I go bankrupt. The, the, I mean, the revenue was just flowing out just like a sieve, man. And I'm working my tail off, and I'm so stressed, and I'm losing weight. I mean, you know, if you know, if I was 200 and 10 pounds in my corporate career, I was probably about 180 pounds by the time this bankruptcy. I mean, I was just thin. I looked like just gaunt. And it wasn't because I wasn't eating and stuff. It's just because I I probably spent 12 to 14 hours on my feet. And I'm thinking, oh my God, why is this happening to me? All I wanted to do was be a dad. 
All I wanted to do was be an entrepreneur. Why can't I be an entrepreneur? I guess because I'm not allowed to be one. Okay, then I guess I'll go back and get a job because my, da- my daughter Paige hadn't been born yet. My wife was eight months pregnant. She was due. Paige was born October 5th. I filed for bankruptcy October 11th. And I'm thinking, well, I brought a shoebox, all my bills, the attorney. I found the guy in the yellow pages. Bankruptcy, you know, blah, blah, blah. As soon as I saw the word bankruptcy, I mean, I'm in. There's a powerful headline right there for you, too. Remember I tell you all the time. Find the pain that you solve and put it in big, bold letters. You know, for me, it's message. You want a million-dollar message? Do you finally want a way that you can communicate? Do you want to be known for something? Do you want to, somebody can rip you out of bed at 3 in the morning and say, hey, go give a talk to the Rotary Club, Kiwanis Club, Chamber of Commerce, or go on a webinar? Well, you'll have that million-dollar message. That's the pain point that I sell, you know? Well, the pain point at that time was bankruptcy, and I saw that in big, white block letters in the yellow pages and i just called it and the guy was across the river in northern kentucky i was in downtown cincinnati about a 10 minute drive he goes bring a shoe box with all your bills and so that's exactly what i did i remember just him going through i'm like god do we really got to go through this it was like having a root canal without any novocaine i mean it was just the process and as he's doing i'm thinking the same thing why is this happening to me i can't understand why why this is happening. He's like, okay, uh, Cincinnati Bell, yeah, yo, them, this, okay, we can't put that in your bankruptcy. Oh, GMAC, okay, you've got a car payment. We can put that. Uh, American Express, by the way, American Express to this day still won't give me a credit card. What was that, 16 years ago? Still can't get a credit card from American Express. Okay, you got Chase Visa, you've got uh, CBNA, I mean, all these different things, Home Depot, everything, flushed everything. But I filed Chapter 13, so I made an agreement to pay back 10% of my outstanding debts over the course of however many years. The point being, as I'm going through all this, are you going through something right now and you're wondering what's the message? Like, why why is God doing this to me? I don't understand. I've done nothing wrong. Well, you don't have to do anything wrong yeah, per se. I didn't do anything wrong. All I wanted to do was be an entrepreneur. I just did it the wrong way. The method I used was not the right way. I, I had no business being a franchise owner. What I really did was I bought myself another job. You know, it's safe to say the reason you buy a franchise is because you're buying somebody else's method and system that they've spent millions of dollars to create. Well, you're also paying them back royalties. I think mine was 6% of all the revenue I brought in. Gross revenue was sent back to Quiznos Corporate. I had to dress like them, talk like them, had to go through a training three weeks in Columbus, one week in Denver out at uh, Quiznos Sub School to learn how to, whatever it is, make a sub. But anyway... Um, you know, you're buying yourself another job. Now, most of them succeed, quote unquote, succeed, because like I said, they've developed a method in the system. But make no mistake, you're reporting to them. But I really, this everyday Saturday thing got inside me. So I had to go back while I was filing bankruptcy to work for the company that I, you know, I was running. And now I'm sitting in a cubicle and everybody, I'm reporting to everybody that used to work for me. Fun times. Yay for me. But I developed and grew so much in the following 18 months. It's not even funny, man. I mean, I, I, I became an absolute sponge for personal development and entrepreneurship. So much so that I would go, I would brown bag, literally a brown bag. I bring a brown bag to lunch every day because I couldn't afford to eat out. I had no more. I, all my credit cards were taken from me, you know? So my wife, God love her, man. She would pack my lunch for me in just a sandwich and some carrots, and I remember like it was yesterday, man, a little thing of blue cheese. I like to dip carrots in blue cheese. Maybe it's a, it's the Buffalo, New York in me. And I would drive over to the Cincinnati Public Library uh, because that was free, and I couldn't afford anything, and I would check out audiobooks, CDs. Remember CDs? Remember the six-CD changer you'd have in the trunk of your car? And I would check out 
books about entrepreneurship, mainly anything Robert Kiyosaki, because I was hooked on Rich Dad, Poor Dad. I'd read the book a few years before that, and anything with that purple cover on it, I was renting. So I rented the, and even Rich Dad, Poor Dad, I rented the audio version just to hear it again. Um, because a lot of the times, audio, we only retain 20% of what we hear audio-wise. So it's good to listen over and over. That's why I listen to podcasts all the time and audiobooks. And I'm a big audible guy. I don't read books. I digest them in my car all day, every day, or on my run or working out. And so at that time, I'd go to Cincinnati Public Library. I'd check out a bunch of CDs. And then if I wasn't at the library checking them out, I was driving, literally driving around in rush hour traffic at 12 noon, going about 10 miles an hour through the streets of Cincinnati, listening to audiobooks on entrepreneurship just to program my mind out of the employee mindset. Now think about how crazy this was. I just filed bankruptcy. I had no business. Even the trustee said, do not ever run a business again. You know, you're really not good at this. And I was like, okay. And so I was listening to reprogram my mind. I wonder, why is this happening? Why is it? Well, you're listening to it. I mean, it's 2021. It's September 23rd. I mean, it's almost 16 years to the day that my daughter was born. Her birthday's October 5th. She'll be driving. <laughs> but 16 years ago. And had I not gone through that process, you wouldn't be listening to me right now because unless you were in some boardroom, because unless you know that's where I would be, I'd be giving some stupid speech to somebody who doesn't care and I don't care about the speech. They don't want to listen to it. And I'd be fat, bald, probably divorced, and a full-blown alcoholic and no purpose to my life. So I had to go through that, you know, many, many years ago. And by the way, that wasn't the only struggle. When you become an entrepreneur, that's not the only struggle. But it was the biggest hurdle I'd ever faced at that time. It was humiliating. And when I say it just sucked, it did, man. It wasn't anything fun about it. But as I got through the process and looked back on it, and this is where it gets kind of motivationally, but, you know, hear me out. Just give me a, just give me a chance to explain this, you know. As I looked back on it, as I got further past it, I'm talking even – from October, I wasn't sleeping at all. And I remember I was just in shambles. I didn't know what, I don't know if I was going to lose my house. And I don't know if I was gonna, and my wife stuck by me the whole time. God love her. Oh my God. It was just so stressful. And I remember we used her credit so I could buy a Honda Civic, a 2005 Honda Civic. It didn't even have electric windows. I mean, it was bare bone cloth seats, just something I could drive so she could have our minivan and drive the kids around. So I got a Honda Civic in her name, and I remember drive. That's what I would drive around that Honda Civic. It was gray, and I mean, it turned out to be a really great car. Um, it's the only car I've ever owned that held its value. I mean, I traded it in in like 2009, and I got more money for it than what I paid. Crazy, because gas was so high. If you remember back the housing crisis in 2008, gas prices were really high. Well, at that time, I turned it in, and like, hey, great gas mileage. We'll give you, you know, whatever it was, ten grand for. It. Like, geez, I only paid like eight grand for it. Yeah, here you go. But think about, you know, the challenges that you've, you've either been through and when you look back on it. Because when I look back even from March to October, you know, it was amazing, man. Five, six months later, I'm like, wow, I feel so much better. I'm healthier. I've got no debt. I'm paying back 10% of what I owed. I know my credit shot. I had like a 520 credit score, but now my credit's 750. And I monitor it like a hawk, you know. And it's funny. I would have never been that fanatical about my credit had I not gone through that anyway. I, mean, I subscribed to myfico.com. It's $39 a month and you get unlimited access to your credit report. You get alerts every time anything happens on it, whether an account value goes up or down or a new inquiry pops up, anything like that. Something appears on the dark web, anything like that. So 
I spend 40 bucks a month to monitor my credit. I would never do that normally if I didn't flush all my credit and get a, down to a 520 credit score. But, you know, then you, you start to rebound. And then you start to look back and say, okay, what's the meaning? What's the message in all of this? Lost all my friends. You know, nobody liked me anymore because I couldn't do anything for them. I couldn't, you know, run the show. So I started to learn a lot about people. You know, maybe this goes into another podcast today. I think that would be a really great podcast. I learned a lot about people. I learned a lot about, you know, the old adage, who's with you when the times are tough and things like that. That's friends. That's family. That's anyone. And I can't blame anybody. I mean, I didn't have any ill will. I did at the time, but now, I, I mean, I tell these stories more anecdotally than I do like I still sit around and fester about, I can't believe that guy did me wrong in corporate. I tell the stories because I see so many, mainly men, all right, and so only because I am a man and I can relate more to the male ego, uh, I see so many guys buying into the corporate lie, and I just want to shake them, like grab them by the lapels and say, dude, you're 40 years old, or you're 45, or you're 50. When are you going to wake up and understand that you've missed so many quality moments with your children and with your wife and understand that this thing is just a big lie? Like, the money that you've got, that's gone. I mean, that's just, you can't tie a U-Haul to your hearse. You know what else is gone is all the opportunities you could have had to be there. Like, my wife and my daughter and I went to lunch yesterday just because we were hanging out. We would do homeschool with our 7-year-old. Through all this COVID stuff, you know, our daughter has these lung issues and things like that. So we just chose to keep our kid home for another year. And so we're doing virtual school with her. And, yeah, let's go to lunch. So we leave for like two and a half hours. And we just got, had a great time. And by the time we got home, it was 3 o'clock. And, you know, day's over. We'll make up what we missed today, you know. And all of that I would never be able to do if I was stuck in that stupid job, thinking that the promotion and the salary and the options, stock options, and the, whatever it is, the bonuses, none of that made any sense to me at the time, and it definitely doesn't make any sense to me now. And as I look back, thinking when I used to have those pity parties, why is this happening to me? Well, now I know. Every day is Saturday. My God, that would have never been launched. I would not have been in the pain because you can't even move forward if you're not in pain. You go to the doctor, you're like, oh, my God, this hurts. Well, the doctor finds out hopefully they don't just numb you up with drugs you know because the drugs to me was the promotion oh give me another promotion i'm like a seal you know one more that was just a drug to me you know the company car the money or anything like that getting the root cause hopefully the doctor diagnoses what's actually wrong and treats that root cause and doesn't just give you a prescription some some medication because for me the medication was just another promotion or a recognition plaque or something some crap like that the root cause is i wanted to be free and I wanted, I, wanted, I wanted my life to mean something. I didn't want my life to be just some LinkedIn profile photo with all these stupid promotions and titles I had. I wanted my life to mean something. Something. I wanted to be a dad. My dad left me when I was three months old. Not, not a big deal. Doesn't matter. I'm just saying. Those are the things that stay with you for your whole life. You know what doesn't stay with you is any of that corporate stuff, any of those people who are your quote-unquote friends along the way. They're only your friends for what you can do for them at the time. Understand, the most important people in your life are the people that you spend the most time with. And for me, that was my wife and my kids. And, you know, I'm not saying I'm the best dad in the world, the best husband. God knows my wife would say, no, nah, I don't think you're the husband of the year, man, by any stretch. But I tried. I gave it a shot. Yeah, I tried. I'm still trying every day. I'm trying this podcast. We're 16 minutes in or so right now. I'm trying to deliver value every day for you so you don't make the same mistakes I did. And if it resonates with you, that's awesome. You harvest the best out of all of these podcasts and then throw away the rest. You know, my call to action is always when you're ready to make your move, I'm the guy to work with because I, I've been down that road. I know that the bridge is out ahead over here, over there. I know the right moves to make. 
that's the blessing that I've been giving as a result of the disaster that I went through. So when you're ready, get on my calendar. Go to launchwithsam.com, and we will work together one-on-one to make sure you don't make any of the mistakes that cost me hundreds of thousands of dollars and the bankruptcies. And even when I started this podcast, man, it was just I did so many things wrong. Because I tell people all the time, look, you can Google how to create a podcast. That's simple. Just go ahead and Google it. The problem you're going to run into is you're going to do it all wrong. You're going to make the same mistake everybody else does, you know, and then you're going to get upset and you're going to get bored with it and you're not going to see results. And then you're going to like 80 percent of the podcast on iTunes have not been updated in the last 90 days, which is incredible. So most people just walk away because they're like, well, I gave it a shot. I tried. Yeah. No. I mean, you need someone who actually knows how to do this stuff, you know. So that's that's always the call to action on this podcast. So anyway, if you're going through a situation right now or recently and you're thinking, Oh, why, 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 why is this happening? Well, there's a bigger, way bigger message to it. You may not see it now, but you will down the road. All right, so stay in the game. Don't ever give up because the only way you're ever going to lose is if you give up. Don't quit. Uh, The sun is going to rise. I promise you, the sun's coming out again. May not come out today, but it's coming out. You know that. And uh, you will rise as well. All right, let's get after it. Let's go. Have the best day ever. And that's a wrap. Another Everyday Saturday podcast in the books. Thanks so much for listening. Would you do your boy a favor? Would you get on iTunes or wherever you listen to the Everyday Saturday podcast and leave a rating for the show? It helps amazing people like you find the show faster. And that's what I'm looking for, amazing people like you. Hey, I'm always hanging out on the interwebs. You can check me out on Instagram, at Everyday is Saturday. Let me know you're listening to the show. Love, 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 love hearing from fans of the Everyday Saturday podcast. And one last thing, when you're ready to launch, get on my calendar, go to launchwithsam.com. You and I are going to work together to set rocket fuel to your dream. Are you ready? Let's do it. I'll see you on the next Everyday is Saturday podcast.